I'm on the ground at the Limington Spa Peeps Festival. restlessness and agitation and, and discord and I think a very simple answer is justice it is the lack of justice in today's society that brings about a lack of peace there's a wonderful Quranic quote which defines justice which I wanted to share with you today it's from chapter 4 of the Quran and it, it commands Muslims it says O ye who believe strict in observing justice and bear witness for the sake of God even if it be against your own selves. I think that's a wonderful definition of justice. It means even if telling the truth is going to put you in harm's way, tell the truth. Because truth is more valuable than anything else. This week we've seen an absolutely tragic event the death of Joe Cox is obviously what I'm referring to. I was honestly heartbroken when I heard of what happened to this wonderful woman and this wonderful representative of us. And it is such a great tragic, tragic loss um, that we have lost a personality like that. A murderer, Thomas Mayer. Was he a Muslim? No, he was not a Muslim. He was a man filled with hatred. And the reason he was filled with hatred, if you've read the news this morning and seen what he said in the courts, he believes that Britain is under threat, that it is under a siege, because Muslims and people of other races are coming in. They're going to take his jobs, they're going to take his way of life, they're going to destroy his national heritage. Their women, your women are going to be raped as his view. People are going to be forced into burqas. That's his view. And that hatred blinded him to the recognition of the humanity of his all. And his target was Joe Cox. Why? Because Joe Cox didn't think like that. And he regarded her as a traitor to his way of life. He saw her love for other human beings as being a traitor to what it means to be British. And I think that's so sad. I'm going to finish now a bit about why is it that, what is, what is Islam and really what is at the heart of Islam and do you need to be afraid of it and do you need to be afraid of Muslims? The answer is no. The most fundamental teaching in Islam, the very basis of bedrock, the thing you have to say to become a Muslim is there is no God but one. That's the first thing you have to say, that is the basic declaration. It's belief in the oneness of God. Now, you're almost, you almost might wonder, what's the big deal if God is two or three or four? And the answer is very simple. When God is one and you acknowledge that God is one, and that there is one creator of us all, it is in that that you recognize the common humanity of us all. And it is in that that you recognize that we are all the same. 
division, therefore, in God that creates division in human beings. It is impossible for a true Muslim, for a person who believes in the unity of God, and therefore the unity of humankind, to divide people and to kill people in the name of that one God. Ah, uh, uh, should we do this one less? Besides, this is a pretty one. I thought this was a nice one to end on. Yeah, let's do snow. Snow's about snow. This, that other one's about... Is it? I thought it was about, like, summertime. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> we just did that. Yeah, yeah, this one's called snow anyways.
Yeah, okay, can you hear me better now? Right, okay. Um, our local group in South Warwickshire started in 2012 with the help of the group 38 Degrees. How many of you know about 38 Degrees? Yeah, well, we started with a petition with 38 Degrees and they suggested that we set up a local group and join Keep Our NHS Public, which we did. Now, before the last election, Cameron said, to the electorate, the NHS is safe in our hands. Is it safe in their hands? Who is actually in charge? Well, the NHS is no longer a universal planned service, but it's run by bodies called clinical commissioning groups, or CCGs, which commission out the services. These are then advised by something called commissioning support units, Paganism is an umbrella term which covers different types of pagans. 
including witches, druids, shamans, and groups that revere the ancient gods of Northern Europe, Egypt, Greece, or Rome. So we pagans are still made up of tribes. You might not be aware, but there are many festivals and gatherings organized around the country, where large groups of pagans, up to thousands of us, meet on certain days to celebrate the passing of the year. We travel from near and far, from various social backgrounds, and from different pagan traditions. But when we meet, we generally concentrate on the things that we have in common, rather than the things that we might do differently. We might call our gods by different names, we might wear fancy robes or just jeans and a t-shirt. We might be old, young, rich, poor, gay, straight, short, tall, fat or thin. But none of that matters when we come together in celebration, as one tribe. This has made a little bit easier for us because most modern pagans are polytheistic, which means that they acknowledge and recognise many different gods and goddesses. All of them are accepted as equally valid. The right of an individual to venerate and call on whichever the gods speak loudest to them at any given time, or for any given purpose, is respected. This is a courtesy which is also extended to everybody outside of pagan groups. Because once you believe that all the gods are valid, then all paths to the divine must be equally valid. All of you out there are still members of tribes of sort. Throughout your lives you will have allowed allegiance to many, many different tribes. Your family, your school, your city, your sports team, your country. Some of you may have been involved in violent situations because of these tribal loyalties. Uh, you may have been infused with neighbouring families or rival football supporters. And the recent violence in France brings to mind. So I just want to take a minute and just think about what tribes you might belong to. Uh, what kind of people do you consider your tribe? And who do you consider outside of your tribe? And why? Who do you consider to be like one of us? Uh, and who, perhaps because of their social standing or perhaps because of the way they dress, is considered to you an outsider? And again, why? Because there's one tribe that we all belong to, and this might seem really simplistic, but we're all human beings. And if we stop seeing the dis differences that separate us and put our common humanity above all else, then maybe the world will be a little bit more peaceful. And there's everyone around here will probably agree with that. So one world, one people, one tribe. If you want to come and talk to us a little bit more about modern paganism, modern movement, come to Esperance Store, it is available at the main stand on the uh, Pinch A32, you can find us in the programme. Uh, we're also going to be running a workshop called Spell for Peace, Tim Peake has come home from space. 
So uh, we watched it this morning, like the 6.30 undocking, and then like we had a little party and two of our friends came over and had breakfast with their kids. And had a little like tennis party. It was very fun. Yeah, very good. Is it going to be an actual I know, I know. It's funny though, because even even as it is now, we're kind of a bit blase about it, aren't we? I'm like, I, I remember, I was because of you know, you're like, you watch these channels go up, and I remember the challenges when we had. So I feel like I'm really more aware, but you just, you do get blase about it. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is actually really good. It's actually really dangerous, you know, like coming in and out. So. Yeah, so, awesome, good. So you guys are camped out here? Uh, no, I've just come here. Well, I think kind of what it would be like for Um, okay, all right, great. Yeah. Uh, not sure, right. we might go for just a few about. Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I just I kind of did a sound scheme. And I'm going to go and do a photo of for some people to interview. I'm sure I'll see you again, because I'll be making multiple loops. Multiple loops. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. The big one's here. The little one's here. Oh, he's knocked out. Look at that face. Yeah. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. When you have your puppy, you're safe. You're just like, whatever. I'm taking care of it. And amongst all this, it's great, isn't it? It's out. Only trouble is I'm going to have to wake him up soon, otherwise he wakes up at 5.30 in the morning. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. You don't want to go to sleep tonight. All right. See you in a little while. Okay.